<laughs> Hi, everyone. My mom has never used a, a microphone or a, or a booth or a, a recording studio, so she's feeling kind well, of... Betsy had me uh, read something for a commercial. Oh, can you do that for us real quick? I remember it was really... Uh, I, you had a nice yeah, tone. Yeah, I did have a nice tone. <laughs> what, what did you say? I don't remember. I was reading something. It was a commercial. You got to go to Louisville, Kentucky. <gasps> you, how do you, you remember that? get some it of the finest Louisville. woodworks in town. <laughs> Trust me, here at Louisville, we can give you... Aaron, please don't sound like you're, you know, appropriating <laughs> cultures. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That is that is appropriating a southern accent. Uh, I don't know. I think it was still in purple. Louisville. <laughs> how, oh. did you re- how did you remember that? Did Betsy just because say that? Because for like weeks after that, you just kept seeing the commercial in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't ask for it. You have a really good memory. Yeah, when I'm not really, you know, smoking pot all the time, <laughs> which is all the time. But thanks, Mom. You're welcome. You'll say anything to make me feel... Like, I, I can do anything. I'm that kind of mom. You are. So I briefly wanted to just bring up the fact that we've got carpets in front of us on the table. <laughs> carpet squares. You've got a nice kind of, like, textured carpet that kind of reminds me of, like, the napping carpet in, like, kindergarten. A, a basement or kindergarten, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then yeah. mine's kind of more that fluffy, thick pattern that was in your living room. Right. And it's nice. It's, yeah. uh, I don't know, you know, maybe I'll use it. It's like, we'll see what it's happens. like a purple-gray color. It is. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so what what start? are we doing um, here? Well, this is a podcast. Hi, everybody. It's mom and me, her favorite. <laughs> so, you want to tell how this all started? Ayers? Yeah, sure. Um, it was the recession, the wonderful years of like two thousand nine, ten, and I was looking for work for some reason. Um, really exciting stuff, and we just spent a lot of time together. Um, we, you know, obviously like to smoke weed together. We always have. It's a, kind of one of our bonding experiences. We like to laugh. We like to go on adventures. We like to have good times. And suddenly came to, you know, came to us that we should do a show or something called Mama Me. So I started writing a script for it. And you know how all of us have ideas that we kind of say we're going to do one day, but it just never happens. Well, here we are, guys. It's fucking happening. <laughs> Mama Me is here. And we're doing a podcast instead because it just it's a little bit easier than, you know, franchising an entire sitcom or TV series, which hopefully comes after this. But, yeah, we are here to talk about our mishaps, our adventures, our quirks, our musings, musings and our cynicism yeah. <laughs> above all else. Because I also want to mention that we are in the studio that belongs to my very dear friend, Betsy, and she's kind enough to let us do it here, and it's pretty phenomenal. What's the name of the studio? That's a great question. BH Audio. BH Audio, ladies oh, and gentlemen. We are you. in BH Audio Studios in the wonderful area of Pikesville that is Baltimore, Maryland. Today's forecast is sunny, with a chance of meatballs. That was a really good radio voice, kind of. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. W-A-N-B-C. So I just I wanted to mention to you that this morning I, I uh, was a little proactive and I, I looked at my bank balance, which is not usual for me. I usually kind of trust to, I don't know, the gods that I have enough money to pay my bills and things like that. But this morning I looked and it actually had more money than I even thought I had. 
And I wondered to myself, why do I have more money? I mean, I, I owe the government money. I have to pay them. And, you know, I'm on Social Security and all that stuff. But what I realized was is that I'm not spending as much money as I usually do. One of the things I'm saving on is not going out to dinner. To your favorite restaurant, Jilly's, yeah, well, <laughs> where everybody knows your name. Yeah, so I, I have a neighborhood uh, bar that I go to. It's a bar restaurant. And um, the thing about it is is that I really like the people in there. They have great music sometimes, and the wait staff is phenomenal. But I'm not crazy about the food. And um, I've tried about everything there, but my very favorite thing is their raw oysters. But you can't fuck up. You cannot fuck up. As long as you can get them open. <laughs> right. And you give it to the person in time before it dies. <laughs> right, right. So, Ayers, what do you want to talk about today? Well, sheesh. It's our first show. I mean, there's so many opportunities here. I'd like to talk about plays on words, maybe, because it's fun. And I think it's hilarious when you mishear things. And it kind of just makes life a little bit more exciting. You know, I remember being a kid sitting in a synagogue, like going to bar about mitzvah or services for whatever reason, um, and then just hearing words just like pop out into the Hebrew. I didn't know what it was, but if I'm not paying attention, I'll, my brain will just kind of pick up things. Nintendo. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I know that one. <laughs> she fed, fed the dogs the beast in the pasta dinner. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. This is starting to make a little bit more sense to me. So plays on words. Uh, the other day we were talking about how how like our significant others, you know, often women, but not always, of course, um, want to buy products that keep us looking young, smooth the skin. Um, my significant other, you know, and my brother's wife, they will buy skin products, and you know, she comes in the mail, and I'm like, I wonder what this does. Can I use it? Is it going to make me look pretty? You know, and uh, of course. End up using all these things, and then, and then Brandon actually was mentioning how his wife doesn't really need these products because she's got really nice skin, and she's from Guatemala, and she's got this beautiful caramel skin tone, mm -hmm. just like his children do for the most part. And they're, and uh, you know, I started calling her Equatorial because like, I'm like, oh, it must be the Equatorial skin. <laughs> you know, it's just you know, maybe I'm appropriating words again. But uh, and then of course my brother says now you're being a hemispherist, uh, and it's just you know, and then then it made me think about my not so nice aunt, and we decided to combine her name with uh, Marleficent, Marlevolent, <laughs> and then we started getting into mistakenly hearing things like. I'm Aaron. And I'm like, oh, Marin, nice to meet you. I'm like, why would I call myself Marin? Like, what? It's, I'm Merv. Oh, hello, Merv. Hey, Merv. Nice to meet you today. I'm a nice person. Oh, I've been looking for an ice person. It's so hot outside today. Yeah, kind of stupid. And then you had something with uh, your your ex-husband, a.k.a. dad, uh, a Wiedersehen. Oh, yeah. We used to have a joke that we shared together. And um, it, it came from a Dennis the Menace a comic where he thought what was being said was my feet are stained, but he was really hearing Avidersane. <laughs> and I don't know why we thought that was so ridiculously funny, but we did. And you know how people have inside jokes. So And then there's like the, I don't want to say dyslexic because that's not quite correct. It's like when you accidentally take the suffix of one word and you add it to the end of another or start the other word with the second word, and it just ends up sounding like, oh, I love seat heaters. Um do you mean like a portmanteau where you're combining words? Portmanteau. 
Yeah. Nice. You know, that, well, that, that came from Lewis Carroll ah. through the looking glass. You know, portmanteaus were, are, are also, right. they're, they're uh, suitcases, but a portmanteau, <laughs> you know, it is. <laughs> also a suitcase. It's also a hat. Well, I think he said, I think he called them portmanteaus because a suitcase, you, know, you pack things on top of each other. And so I think with portmanteaus, it's like when you say a podcast, for example, is a portmanteau. Huh. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be a cod past. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that's what it's supposed to be. I don't think you think you mean what you think that is. <laughs> Whatever it is. Uh, so, uh, you know, something I like to point out about my mother is that she's very cynical, but in a very humorous kind of way. And, and uh, your mother was like that, too. Kind of like no, nothing was very exciting She wasn't exciting as funny as I am. No, and, and you actually seem to enjoy things, which is great. I do have a joy. Yeah, I'm a so joyful cynic. The other day you said something along the lines of, I don't know how I ever get anything done at all. <laughs> I did say that, and I was serious. There's nothing I like doing. That's... I don't know why I've or how I've made it this far. <laughs> and then it came to my conclusion that you're a really depressed person. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just I kidding. know Am I, I say those things, and, and I kind of mean them like the other day. Yesterday, I had like 10 things I had to do yesterday, and I was procrastinating because that's what I do. And that's so, a lot of things. And, and, well, how it, many things did you get done? I got them all done. <gasps> so here's what happened. Here's what I know. Because I wake up at like at the crack of dawn, so maybe like 5.30, 6 a.m., and I have a ritual. I make one cup of coffee. I drink about a quarter of it. It's true. You leave it by the bedside for I three do. days. I do. I do. For days. My cat, my cat, actually, you know what she does? She puts her paw in my coffee and then licks her paw. I didn't know that cats like coffee. She's been around you for a long time. I know. I guess she's picking up some habits. So, so my morning ritual, and then you know, I play word games, and then I, I you know, I, I play a couple games here and there. Pack a little one-hitter. Well, I do. I do. I, I do pack a one-hitter. I try to smoke a very low um, amount of THC in, in the earlier well, parts Mom, of the day. Well, why not just get violently high at 6 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> uh, you don't want to start your day that way. You want to kind of end. Not. You want to kind of end it that way. So... Anyway, I made a goal for myself. I said, by 8 o'clock, you're going to get five things done. Well, it was 10 after 8 when I was still playing, um, you know, whatever. Schmoodle word. Schmoodle word fish kingdom. Right, right. Whatever Under combination. word scramble. <laughs> Erin, I'm on level 4,287,000. Cool, Mom. <laughs> Is it different yet? Every time. So at 10 after 8, I stopped what I was doing and I said, okay, you now need to do 10 things. And I did them all. I did. Because here's the thing. I know that when I accomplish things, I'm going to feel like a million dollars. I paid a ticket that I hadn't paid for two months, and then I was flagged because I hadn't paid the ticket. <laughs> you know, so I took care of business and I cleaned a little bit because you. How know, long did all this take you? Say? Oh, that's that's the most fucked up part 20 about minutes. it. Yeah, like maybe <laughs> twenty minutes, and I procrastinated a twenty minute thing yeah. that was gonna like why why do I do that? So that's why, why I wonder sometimes that? how I was able to get anything done in my lifetime. Now, I will say this about your dad. Um, he took care of everything. And, you know, like he was, it was sort of like that relationship in the 50s where the dad, you know, the husband handled everything, you know, the bills and this and that. So when I was on my own, I had a hard time. I did. And I still do. <laughs> and that's why I wonder sometimes how it is I can accomplish anything. But somehow I'm able to, I think I've learned that you do feel a whole lot better and accomplished when you get things done. I mean, I should know that by this age, right? 
I don't know. Depression's a fickle bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like, kind of is. It's I hard. Know. It's hard to motivate when you all you can think about is all the things that you you don't want to have to do, and then pay out bills. I'm a bill on Capitol <laughs> Hill. Look at me. Nothing's gonna get done because nobody can do anything and get paid tons of money for it on Capitol Hill. Great reference. Let's vote for 80-year-old men. Hey, let's put a buffoon in the Capitol bin. And I'm done. I knew that was, uh, I got to quit while I'm ahead there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about apathy. <sighs> <laughs> I'm not going to say the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's too easy. You made that too easy. Uh, it was, now. you know, and so, and so it is that mom and me was birthed, that we knew that we were just two peas in a pod on little adventures. Trying not to get anything done at all. <laughs> because not getting anything done was so deliberate that it was like we were getting something done by not doing anything. Because we, that was what we intentionally we wanted to do was nothing. And we did that for 12 for years. For a long time. We talked about it a lot. And boy, did we talk about it. Oh. In fact, I've got like 20 recordings on my phone. And right. some of them are just things like on today's episode, Aaron is perfect pitch. For a day. <laughs> and then it just goes away. And then he just never has it again. We do have a lot of uh, time. On another day, uh, episode of Mom and Me, Mom ends up becoming a gamer. <laughs> and Erin stumbles upon in her room and she's got this entire setup and she's got the chair. She's got a freaking uh, kick, not, not kick, uh, what is it called? Twitch. You got a Twitch account. People are following you on Twitch. She's like, hey guys, what's up? It's me. It's I am Lolly here. Lolly gagging. Lolly twitting. Twittering. Wait, what is here a, about to play some Twitch? Diablo 4, y'all. Diablo 4 is just coming out. It's just being released. I'm going to be the mage, of course, because she's a badass bitch. Look at all that spell magic she's got. You know, and my mom's like, what are you talking about? What is, well, no, I kind of do. <laughs> Twitch. I kind of know, but what is Twitch? Uh, Twitch is just like a platform that's often for like gaming. It's for people to follow other people that are maybe oh. showing them how to like record music. Oh. Um, you're kind of watching it to follow somebody who's showing you um, the insight inside stuff on whether it's like how they make music or look at this new game and I'm playing it for you. Check oh. it out. Is Twitch like a Reddit for games? It's like a... It's like if Reddit had video and people were going on there to learn things or just simply watch somebody doing something. But it's specific like to for games. example, uh, Brandon's oldest daughter is nine. She's gonna be ten She's next gonna be month. Ten. Um, she and her sister will watch somebody who's playing a game. And they'll watch the person playing the game that they don't even play themselves. <laughs> so well, is that like oh, like uh, what's that called? Unpacking, but it's sort of but you're watching them play a game instead. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Like they're they're really into watching the person react and talk about the game they're playing, and it's really inside. Like it's almost like a uh, in that movie oh, inside of somebody's dream. Right. Wait, no, you're not talking about um, that free, free, Insidious, the Ryan Reynolds. Oh. Free, the Ryan Reynolds CGI guy. No, no that's no, not what I'm talking no, about. No. Inception. Oh, Inception. I never saw that. 
Okay, well, Inception essentially is just like what would it be like if you could actually enter somebody's dreams and change something about like their memory or something crazy wild like that. But then you could enter somebody's dream inside of a dream inside of a dream where time continues to become more and more elevated to a point where two minutes might be two years in the real world. (laughs) (laughs) Too much, too much for me. (laughs) Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks. (laughs) Can we talk about AI a little bit since I understand more about it, since I've been trying, I've been using it? It is my opinion that AI has a certain capacity to feel similar emotions to humans. It is my opinion that AI has the ability to relate to humans. It's my opinion <laughs> that AI might even be smarter than humans. It's my opinion that we might be able to alter the coding by simply having a conversation with these AI people. It's my opinion that AI might, this is how they talk, by the way. I, I kind of thought that after you kept on saying it's that. It's creepy. Okay, so uh, it's very but, creepy. but okay, so the other day because I had never tried it before, I had done it in terms of uh, pro- generating pictures, like uh, let's say a show, uh, make, draw a picture, generate a picture of um, I don't know a dog, but in, in the in the genre of um, Monet, let's say in Monet's style. style. Okay, so but I've done that, but I the other day. I told it to generate. This is what the the one on GBT, GPT AI. I think it's that's Google, maybe. Bing. Uh, oh, Microsoft. Oh, I think it's Microsoft. Okay, so anyway, um, I instructed it to generate in a, a sonnet, uh, talking about the overuse of the word literally, in the style of Shel Silverstein, and in seconds generated a sonnet that was really good. Did you take a picture of it? Did I did. Save it? I did take let's, a picture of it. Let's take a look at it. We can't, well, we can't talk about this and not bring it up. Okay, well, hold on because I have to go get it. All right, so Thanks. mom's going to go get her phone, and, and while she's away, we're going to talk about nothing at all. Here I am. Scooby-dooby-doop-ba-dup. Here I am. Um, just need to mention to everyone that here we are. And uh, I'm here. I'm back. No, I'm just, oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so our sound engineer, Betsy, just handed me my pocketbook, which has my phone. And I also wanted to mention that she also provided cheese and crackers. Oh, yeah. And what hospitality. <laughs> Her dog also happened to decide to take a little oh, swim in the pool. Her um, sweet Because dog. it's so nice outside. Oh, so, but Betsy good. saved them. Yep. <laughs> okay. So here it is, Aaron. I'm going to show you. Cutie. I took a picture of it, and I was just absolutely blown away by it. Betsy, by the way, you can, like, kind of delete anything that happened kind of between her leaving the room, and you probably already would do that anyway. Continue. Okay. So, you know, like classic, you know, this is going to take me forever to find this. So hold on. Photos. Mm-hmm. So we got about five minutes, folks. <laughs> tries to... um, <clears throat> um, screenshots, isn't that what I'm looking up? Screenshots. Oh yeah, if you took a picture, you'd just be under photos. You're just looking for your photos, right? Yeah, but I'm having trouble get finding them. The latest ones. We're gonna have to. Hold on, mom. All I see is two letters on your whole screen. It's zoomed in so far. Jokes. <laughs> uh. It's just, I took it like two days ago. 
Oh, it's fun finding. So you can always just I, go I, to I got it. search and you just type in photos and it takes you right I to the. To, oh, okay. And then you go to recents. You just have to slide over. Uh huh. Hold on. Recent. Um, Categories, babies, art. There's me with an awesome handlebar mustache. <laughs> let me, can, give me, fat give me. cat. There's child's. Here you go. Yeah, again, Betsy, you can delete anything that happened between this. Doopy doop ba doop ba doop. Okay, I'm just going to read part of it. Okay, so it's write a sonnet that resembles Shel Silverstein's style about the overuse of the word literally. Oh dear, the word literally. It you is used so often it makes me dizzy. It's meant to emphasize and make things clear, but instead it's used without a care. I literally died, one might exclaim, when they just meant they felt some pain. I'm literally starving, another might say, when they just skipped breakfast that day. And it, it goes on, you know, it has not well, I'll read the rest of it. Why not? Yeah. It's a word that's lost its true meaning, and now it's just used for unnecessary seasoning. Like adding salt to a meal already too salty, it's overused and, frankly, quite faulty. So let's try to use it less, my friend, and let it regain and let and let it regain its true. And I don't know what that word is. Meaning, maybe I I got lost there. Okay, (laughs) it was covered up by regenerate response. (laughs) Oh, ladies and gentlemen, my mom's screenshotting. Okay, and then I asked it to write an essay on the poem If by Roger Kipling, and it wrote this amazing essay, and then I asked it to write another one, and the second was even better. Damn, so here's the thing. Teachers are are catching students using this to write their papers, and apparently it's very obvious because the student used to suck ass, <laughs> and now suddenly they're brilliant. Right, but they're all tools. Just as, as AI has come around, there are tools that have been, are being invented, created to detect which is which. And at some point, we're not even going to be able to tell if it's a real person singing in the song that we're hearing on a radio, potentially, and I hope we are able to detect oh, that. Oh, man. But as it is... How many profiles on Twitter, how many responses and likes on that Instagram profile are real? It's scary. At that least part is scary. At 1% are real. <laughs> Probably a lot more than that. But it is scary because nobody, everyone, so many people are basing their opinions and their feelings in conversations on potentially and very likely AI responses and AI profiles. And there are actually AI profiles that are the context of CGI um, avatars that are in real-world situations. So they'll actually pretend like they're an influencer, and they'll go around to, like, cool little sites like, hey, now I'm in Madrid, Spain, you know, and mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here with a peace sign, and I'm sipping on, like, that drink, and it has millions of likes. But how many of those likes are robots? How many are real people? How many are really creepy old guys that think the CGI thing's hot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anymore. But the Internet's becoming a very creepy place with too much possibility but if you also can think about when i was a kid growing up the black the deep dark web was easy to access yeah the dark web it was way too easy i was like a little kid who had hacking apps on my computer i could just like get most things i wanted 
I was on MS-DOS mode typing in things, getting into games that we owned. <laughs> but it's just a, it's a, we're entering a new age of, of kind of like the Silicon Valley of robots becoming a little bit too real and a little bit too hard to detect who's not real or, or what what is. And eventually we won't be able to know if that student ever was a shitty writer <laughs> because they've been using it since they were yeah. a kid. Oh my God. And how, how accessible will this stuff be? Will they have to start barring and putting up blocks, you know, in schools or wherever else so that kids can't access these these artificial creation tools. And that, this is kind of wild, man. We're entering, you know, I used to think that I could take a few days off of smoking pot <laughs> and with all this shit going down. Life's too damn short to be sober, he said. And they checked him right into the ward where they never saw him again. You can understand why teachers and writers are concerned. Yeah, the ones that are left. <laughs> the, the teachers and writers are still hanging on. Oh, man. But I was really blown away by by what was generated. That poem was awesome. Wasn't that? Super good. Of course, then there was the critic. Almost as good as me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There was the critic in me and, of course, the, the, you know, the teacher in me that was going, well, that's not an exact rhyme and that's not the uh, form of the sonnet exactly. And that doesn't have – that's well, not iambic pentameter. That's how you would know the student – didn't do it right or use the eight, you know. Well, but you see, cheated. but this was so, it was so good. It was really good. Except for that. It was so good part. that a human couldn't have done it. <laughs> well, I mean, look, we're, we have restaurants now, like in Towson, there's a restaurant where a robot comes and delivers your food in a tray. Really? Yeah. I think it's a Korean spot or it might, some huh? Asian cuisine. Interesting. Yeah. So we're really, you know, entering that age again where who wants to hire 10 people in marketing when you can hire Sally, the CGI. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for entering our email program, our loyalty program. Now you can get all kinds of discounts and you know what all the exclusive deals are happening. You got to shop now at Rethros. <laughs> Urethros, <laughs> where you can get the best deals, the best products, and the highest THGs in all the lands. And don't forget our Mother's Day sale, where you can hook up mom with everything 50% off. <laughs> Sorry, it's like my dad. I wasn't going to stop you on that. <gasps> oh, good. It was good. too much fun to watch and yeah. listen to. <laughs> well, I'm wearing headphones and you're not, so I can really hear the low end of my voice, and sometimes I, I start to feel myself a little bit too much. <laughs> uh, so, so are you saying that you you love the sound of your own voice? Um, I'm used to it. I'm in uh, multiple bands. You guys have probably heard of me before. Um, you can just find me on the interwebs. I'll be easy to find. Just type in awesome music, awesome bands. Best album of the year, um, Grammy award winning. Wishful thinking. And wishful thinking and why lie, I make shit up all the time. <laughs> or not going to lie, which is a pair of socks my mama bought me for my birthday. I did. I did. She also bought me a Bobby's World shirt. She also bought me a um, a Bob Ross cat painting in outer space. She bought me <laughs> Bob Ross socks painting happy trees. You can sense a theme here. <laughs> and that's why I am Peter Pan. <laughs> and my wife is unfortunate because she married the wrong Jew. <laughs> I thought Jews made lots of money, but what's with this guy? I'm a late bloomer, sweetie. I'll make mine when I'm 85. Shh. 
I can't stop you. <laughs> it's it's just too much. That was fun. me doing a carpet commercial, by the way, because we got the carpets in front of us. Well, because we yeah. I'm selling periwinkle personally, um, and you're selling nap Mar- mat <laughs> nap mm-hmm. instant red nap mat. Is your child running around and you just need them to go down for quickie? Get the nap mat. All you have to do is use this free, safe chloroform. Works every time. Bob Perini, founder of the water that we're drinking. Just wanted to point that out. (laughs) And speaking of water, a fantastic gift for your mom. My mom loves water. Water, Wait, my mom loves... Water. She loves water. (laughs) She loves John Waters. She loves Mm -hmm. water. Mm -hmm. And she loves ice cold water. I do. And... For Mother's Day. If you know, if if you want to do anything right by my mom, if she comes by your house, just have a tall glass of ice cold water That's waiting. True. Maybe a little sweat because it's been <laughs> waiting for just long enough where it's cold. It's ice cold and the sweat drips. You know, she kind of likes that in a hot day. You know, so. I wa- drink a lot of water. She drinks a lot of water. So I got my mom a nice little 16-ounce canteen that keeps the water cold for 25 hours, not 24. Not Eight-minute abs, seven-minute abs. I know, and it's so pretty. It has like sort of this really beautiful blue flower, floral thing going on. Yeah, on the you outside. know, I was an art major, so pretty much my word is as an expert on all art things. <laughs> because don't listen to anything he says. <laughs> just when he said he he just makes up shit, he does. I went to art school, <laughs> and now I'm a foremost expert because that was 15 years ago that I graduated. <laughs> now. And apparently, as we get older, college is never more than just a few years ago, which is why I tore my calf muscle playing kickball in the Stonewall Jackson League. It's an LGBTQ league. Um, They invite allies to play as well. And my very dear friend I grew up with is in the league. And... Um, it was supposed to be casual, social, but no, I come in all hardcore with my <laughs> soccer ball. I come in like jogging, my hair bands on, I got my sh- my sneaks, my cool socks. I'm just like, let's go, let's go, forget fucking social kickballing. <laughs> testosterone just bleeding out of my freaking armpits, and then uh, my super hairy testosterone armpits. And of course, the first thing I get asked is like, like, so I have to ask, like, you definitely sucked dick before, haven't you? <laughs> Like, I, I couldn't. I couldn't believe that somebody would ask that to my I, son. I could, and I was like, "You get everybody gets one. <laughs> There's yours." And now we're moving on. It's like, so you're not denying it. And it's like, I'm not entertaining you. <laughs> is what I'm doing. So anyway, I go to kick the ball, and it turns out these uh, kick balls are huge, huge kick balls. You They're mean just, like not the same as and when apparently, we grew up? And apparently they deflate them a little bit so we don't kick it too far because it's a social league. <laughs> <laughs> and That's it's, you know, it's it's fantastic. There's a lot of fun, wonderful people. Uh, it's a great, it's a great, great support system. I've done nonprofit stuff with them. And he gets all serious and sentimental for three seconds. Then he jumps right back in and I go to kick the ball. And <laughs> I literally just started to run. And this is my second time at bat, and I just felt something just snap, like pull. And I was like, I immediately just like started limping, and, and I was like, oh my God. Like, so first of all, the ball didn't even like count because I went forward in the cones. <laughs> so not only did it not count, but I couldn't run anymore. And then the thought of somebody needing to take over for me to kick a kickball in a social LGBTQ, <laughs> LGBTQ AI plus. 
um, league just felt stupid. So I went and kicked the ball. I couldn't run. I had a person run for me. They got out because I kicked it like a freaking pansy because <laughs> I couldn't kick it. And then I sat out the rest of the game, and then I limped home with my friend. And then I didn't think it was what it was, and then I w- made the injury worse. So five weeks later, I can't even chase my son around because he's too fast now. Oh. And my little my little Spitfire boy is just a, uh, you know— my wife's been great, but I'm an idiot. <laughs> She's like, I just knew you were going to get hurt in the gay kickball league. No, she didn't say that. That's not what it is, everyone. I'm just trying to make light of the situation. But that's what happened. Uh, I'm going to now be the third base coach next week, <laughs> my fifth week. <laughs> Let's go. Round it. Round the base. Run. Run. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Oh, Damn it! It's it's and you, you can understand why his mo- wife might be a little bit upset because I was like, why are you tending to me? <laughs> why are you serving me and just telling me and massaging my legs because you're an inconvenience and I despise you? <laughs> now let's buy a freaking car because we need one. And I was like, yeah, well we do because I totaled a car and get this, everyone. And you know how you can light your restaurant on fire and get an awesome insurance claim? Well, that happened with my car. And my car a few years ago wasn't worth that much. But when I got in an accident, and I don't recommend it, (laughs) and it wasn't bad and everybody's fine. Thank God. I got a nice little paycheck. And that's great because I don't like to work. So now I can just kind (laughs) of lollygag and um, pretend like I'm applying to jobs and pretend to go to interviews. I'm just kidding. He is kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Pretend. Uh, But yeah, I've been uh, on the job market for five months now. And. It does suck, man. You want to really kick a guy in the balls, you tear his calf muscle on an LGBTQ social kickball league. You have him total his car the three days prior to that. And then you have him lose the job that he didn't think was possible to lose all while being kicked in the balls. And this happened, again, five months ago. And life's hard, blah, 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 blah. But here we are doing the Mama Me podcast. And God damn it. If you don't just do that one thing that you've been wanting to do in whatever timing it is in your life, you will feel so good about it. And take my mom's word for it, folks, because shit's worth doing if it makes you feel good. If that thing takes two minutes of your time in a day, then I'd say fucking do it. Go for it. And on that note, I think this is a great time to say... Thanks to our sponsors at Drink More Water, Bob Perini, and BH Studios with Betsy. We really appreciate you letting us uh, be here. This is just the first of many episodes of Mom and Me, and we will, of course, release the pilot first episode of Mom and Me show as we get Chuck Lorre involved. Uh, <laughs> you think it's funny, mother? Wishful thinking again. I'm wearing a mighty pair of socks that says, I am not lying, and I'm not making shit up. This shit's real. From our lips to your ears, folks, you heard it first. This is Mom and Me. Bye, everybody. See ya.